Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 26, 2021, the Black Knight at the Apollo edition. We begin with that lead story that Leon Black uh, has been forced to resign as Apollo's CEO over his payments of, get this, $150 million to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Black announced his plan to step down as chief executive later this year uh, on his 70th birthday in July. Why he can't step down now is really anyone's guess, except he didn't want to. This was after a review ordered by the firm's board at his behest uh, after the New York Times detailed $75 million in payments that Mr. it had found Mr. Black had made to Epstein. However, it uh, was considerably higher, $158 million in a five-year period from 2012 to 2017. Epstein also lent $30 million to, excuse me, Black lent $30 million to Epstein, only 10 of which was ever paid back. These payments effectively bankrolled a lifestyle of Epstein, who Mr. Black viewed as, quote, confirmed bachelor with eclectic taste, end quote. Uh, There was huge pressure on Apollo to get rid of Black after this came out. Information came out. Many investors, particularly uh, public uh, pension funds, refused to invest any more money till there was a resolution. From the Wall Street Bur- Journal, European banks quit Ecuador's Amazonian oil trade. Some of Europe's largest banks are phasing out their trading services for the export of oil from the Ecuadorian Amazon, a move that reflects the growing focus of global banks on climate change and their shift away from increase- increasingly risky fossil fuels. Credit Suisse, uh, said that they were excluding new transactions related to the exports of Amazonian oil from their trading activities, citing climate change and concern for the Amazon rainforest and its indigenous persons. Uh, Next up, from the Washington Post, aftershocks, pandemic aftershocks, are overwhelming the world's global supply lines. One year after the coronavirus pandemic first disrupted global supply chains by closing Chinese factories, Fresh shipping headaches are delaying U.S. farm exports, crippling domestic manufacturing, and threatening higher prices for American consumers. The cost of shipping a container of goods has risen literally 80% since early November and nearly tripled over the past year. This increase reflects dramatic shifts in consumption during the pandemic as consumers redirect money they once spent at restaurants or movie theaters into the purchase of record amounts of imported clothing, computers, furniture, and other goods. And finally... Uh, we asked, do clothes still make the man? And will they continue to do so after the pandemic? The Wall Street Journal, Jacob Gallagher reporting, asked when this is all over, will we leave sweatpants behind? Will we burn our Zoom shirts? How will we remember to tie a tie again? With COVID cases still spreading on an uneven vaccine rollout, it might be premature to ponder these questions about how we'll dress in the aftertimes Yet this month, European fashion brands and designers did this by presenting the fall 2021 Men's Runway Collection. 
The fashion shows have always gazed towards the future, serving up novelties that won't trickle in the store for months and months. Nevertheless, these particular clothes should land in September or October. To begin with, they posit we're unlikely to cast aside the comfortable loungewear that we've all gotten used to. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.